Welcome, everyone. Thanks for tuning in today to this MBA Direct podcast series. My name is Rachel Tirico, and I am the MBA Recruiting Associate here at Ivy. And today I'm joined in the studio by two of our um, HB alumni who are now MBA students here at Ivy. So, Hallie and Manjinder, welcome. Thank you for joining me today, this beautiful fall day here at Ivy. So now that it is fall, that means you've been through your first 60 plus days in the MBA program, and that's going to be the focus of our conversation today. We're going to speak on your experiences leading up to joining the MBA Direct program, and then those first 60 days, those core months that you have experienced so far. So without further ado, we'll start. Hallie, I'll let you start with an introduction of yourself. Okay. Hi, everyone. My name is Hallie Shopperly. I'm an HPA 2020, um, so graduated during COVID. Um, before Ivy at Western, the first two years, I did economics, politics, and philosophy. Started at Ivy in 2018, graduated in 2020. Um, in terms of my career, I was an area manager at Amazon in Calgary, Alberta. Um, I was responsible for leading a team of associates anywhere from about 18 to 175 associates um, in a management role, making sure that um, my department was operating efficiently within the building and making sure that all of Amazon's customers were getting their packages on time. Perfect. I, I appreciate your work there, <laughs> personally. <laughs> it was very interesting, especially during COVID. Um, everyone oh, yeah. was ordering so much, so... Definitely a great learning experience and happy to be back at Ivy for my MBA. Amazing. We're happy to have you back and over to you. Perfect. Thank you, Rachel. And good morning to everybody that's listening. Uh, my name is Menjinder Kamboj. Uh, I'm also a HBA 2020 grad, but uh, one of the funny things is I actually didn't know Hallie uh, before oh. starting the MBA program. Um, so you can see it's connecting people even in uh, your same cohort. Mm -hmm. uh, but before starting my MBA program, um, I was working as a strategy analyst at Magnolite for a year prior to being a consultant for two years. Um, coming into my VHBA program, I did two years of BMOS, uh, which is a pretty traditional route that many people take um, at the HBA program. Uh, but kind of getting into the HBA program, I think it did a lot for my career and also uh, personal growth. Uh, it makes you uh, be get comfortable in uncomfortable situations mm -hmm. uh, and really, I think, prepares you for what we call, quote unquote, the real life. Um, and I've seen that uh, amongst my peers who graduated from the HBA program. Um, they said it's prepared them uh, really well. And I think uh, that was one of the big incentives. We're going to get into this uh, later, but that was one of the big incentives for me to come back uh, because I felt there was still a bit learning and I knew the IV MBA program uh, could help me with that. Absolutely. Thank you. And that's a great segue because let's talk about that now. Thinking back to a year plus ago, thinking about doing your MBA again, considering programs, considering Ivy. Let's talk about why you both thought an MBA was right for you and now and then why Ivy. Um, so, Engineer, you can continue on with that. Yeah, perfect. So um, one of the big things that I had kind of, I think, if we think larger is I've always wanted to do an MBA. Um, and I think MBA is a very um, a strategic move. I think when done right, you can reap a lot of benefits, but also the reverse when not done uh, right. Um, and so I think 
finding a school that's one fit for you and what your career looks like um, is really important. So uh, one of the first things I did was make a decision on whether I want to go to America or stay in Canada, as many uh, students have. Uh, and quickly, I knew I wanted to stay in Canada. Um, and right away from the decision, I knew the Ivy MBA program was it for me, if I was going to stay in Canada, I was going to go to a school that was going to provide a case method. Uh, and for those of you that aren't familiar with what the case method is, it's essentially instead of your traditional uh, lecture or professor at the front of the class giving you a two-hour lecture on like what a strategy business is, it's an interactive uh, program uh, where you're given a real-life scenario or problem that a company goes through, and you work with your peers and your professor uh, in a collaborative uh, discussion matter to walk through it um, and so I was like the only decision I had to make was was I going to join the previous year's court because I was thinking of whether if I was going to go to the 2022 um, kind of start point or if I was going to do the 2023 uh, but I felt that I wanted three years of work experience because um, I felt that was like the sweet spot uh, of me taking that next jump uh, but co- kind of once I knew I wanted to do 2023 uh, I had my eyes set on coming back yeah. to the MBA program here at Ivy uh, because of how much I enjoyed it um, at the HBA level. Um, all that highly t- uh, take over, uh, but I think one of the big things it really does is um, in in the in the real world or when you're working, you're working in an interactive and collaborative environment. Um, so. Ivy does a great job of that, especially the MBA program. Um, you're every every day um, you're working in that environment, so you become uh, kind of uh, you, you you know what you're going to expect coming out, um, and so it just makes you better prepared. Um, and the learning lessons are immense that you get throughout your courses. For sure, that's amazing. It's that real life experience that you feel yeah. you get, and then you can jump jump in post MBA for sure. And how they'll let you now chime in. Yeah, kind of similar. I always knew that I wanted to do an MBA as well. And for me, like Ivy was a no-brainer. I had already kind of gone through the process of evaluating um, universities and business programs and really found my fit at Western and at Ivy. And so I honestly didn't really look at any other MBA programs. Um, Like the shorter time period, the scholarship opportunities available, and just the like from what I've seen, a lot of professors or a lot of people related to the school, their HBA one year and then a couple of years later MBA. And I knew that I wanted that for myself as well. And then not to mention um, Ivy being ranked the top MBA program in Canada for several years running. I really wanted that um, to continue with my education. And in terms of reason why I chose to do the MBA, Um, Like I said, I was in a management position right out of undergrad, so I had already kind of this like accelerated path going for me, and I felt like MBA would just be that like rocket launch for the rest of my career. Um, I had kind of wanted a change in my career. I'd been in that role um, with one promotion, but over the three-year time period, and so I wanted that next step that would really take me to the next level and I felt that this was a good time for me to do it kind of like Majinder said like three years out of um, three years out of school with that work experience I'm in a totally different place than where I was in my HBA and I wanted to kind of take what I've learned from my first job and my first role and like kind of reflect on it and move forward with my education. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I hear from a lot of candidates and and those in the program. 
doing this MBA, you really want to either accelerate your career or make a change. And so this is definitely a great program. And I know you both mentioned on your years of work experience, uh, our average um, in the program right now is about five and a half years of work experience. So again, we accept anyone from two years work experience up to around 10. So definitely you hit that sweet spot in your career um, and thinking about growth. So definitely now did seem like a great time for your MBA. Um, and speaking on how you both considered Ivy and why you wanted to come back, were there any hesitations or concerns that you had thinking about coming back to Ivy, knowing you did your HBA experience, so you knew case-based teaching, you knew the environment, the classrooms, were there hesitations of, okay, is this going to be, is my MBA going to be the same experience as my HBA? Should I consider another school? Was there anything, hesitations you had, and then maybe what has surprised you since then on the program? Yeah, I'm sorry, I can start with that, Uh, Rachel. So I think one of the biggest things for me was um, I did Ivy undergrad. I was like, I got that network, Ivy Uh network. Um, I think one of the biggest things for an MBA program is like, you're going to get an expanded network. So I was like hesitant on like, I'm still going to be in the same network. But um, I think that really got debunked on the first or second day Uh, really quickly. uh, You realize how big Ivy's network is um, and the MBA program. I think one of the biggest things I've learned now is it opens up to like a global uh, perspective because in the HBA program, you're relatively around, everybody's around the same age, uh, similar background, uh, same kind of geographical location. Um, so your network, even though it's so large, is still pretty small. But once you get into the MBA program uh, with the directs and the non-directs, uh, there's a lot of global people that come from different countries. And I think that's one of the big strengths that Ivy has. Um, and I've just realized that coming to the MBA program, I've now been able to learn from people in India, in China, and then um, open up my networks in, uh, that people that were in Ivy that are now in India, that I've, if I look to kind of see if I want to go to a different country, start a career there, um, that's helped me. And so uh, that was my one big concern. Uh, but I, I, I just want to reassure anybody that's listening and thinking of going to the uh, Ivy MBA program as a direct, um, you'll realize that the network only gets more powerful. Um, and then they'll see your commitment to Ivy as well. Anybody in the Ivy network, they'll see that you did the HBA and then you came back for the MBA. Um, so I would say don't be concerned um, with that piece. Yeah, that's a great point. Hallie, anything for you? Um, I think I kind of got through all the things I was hesitant about yeah. with considering HBA. I think the one thing that's different with MBA is the different age ranges mm-hmm. and, like, how much experience you have. Um, like, I guess we're both definitely on the younger side and, like, less work experience. But honestly, I don't think it really makes a difference. Like, I feel like I'm still able to contribute so much to the class discussions. And even, like, in class when we're talking about things, I'm connecting it to my, like, personal work experience, and that's, like, furthering my learning so much more. Mm -hmm. So I don't think the age part plays as much as I initially thought it would. I feel like I'm still very much able to bring a lot to the classroom, even though I'm a bit on the younger side and have only had one role um, since HBA. For sure. It's like you have to think about don't self-select yourself out through the process, you know, explore and and get to know our class profiles. And then you can kind of see, okay, there's someone like me who has that two-year's work experience, who has been in in one role and and speaking with them and seeing their, you know, success in the program and how they benefited. So that's Mm -hmm. fantastic. Thanks for sharing, guys. Um, Now, let's talk about this first day 
um, and leading up to the first day. So we'll go back to thinking about when you got your offer to the program and when you accepted and then leading up to that first day in July did you make connections? Did you participate in any things like Get Connected or connecting with career management? Um, any social things with our non-MBA directs? As we know, they start in March. So if you want to kind of think back to that time when you accepted your offer, what did you do to prepare for that first day um, leading up to July? Yeah, I can start with yeah. that, uh, Rachel. So um, I still remember my day when I got the offer. It was at least expected. I think I was taking a train downtown and mm-hmm. I was just like scrolling on the phone and the email popped up and I still remember those like, like you, you feel really proud of yourself, that congratulating moment. And so I think um, from there on out, I think the first big thing is like start making like a plan on what you want to get out of uh, the MBA program. Um, and so in terms of going into the MBA program in the first day, um, there's a lot of social events that are planned uh, by the uh, MBA team here, program team, uh, but unfortunately just worked and allowed that it, it didn't allow for me to attend any of them. Uh, but there's definitely that opportunity to connect with not only um, other directs, but also uh, non-directs, because uh, the program does start in March. Uh, so connect with those that have already started the program. Uh, but outside of not being able to join the program, they give a lot of information. I think the MBA programs team does a great job making sure you know what's expected. Um, similar to kind of, you can say like a, a virtual orientation before you actually start. So uh, you know you, you know what you can expect, who your other classmates are um, at a high level. Uh, but I think coming in first day, they do a great job of kind of introducing everybody. Uh, one of the good things is the direct is a very tight cohort. Uh, many of you can remember in your HBA if you think that was like a very tight knit now you can think of directs even being smaller than that so you've become like a small family almost um, and and you get acclimated with each other really quickly um, so kind of the first day it was awesome you, you kind of that awkwardness kind of phase out after like 20 minutes of getting to know each other. Um, but there's a lot of opportunities before starting the program in terms of connecting with others, um, connecting with people on LinkedIn, um, and, and having those chats. And career management does a great job of making themselves available um, to have discussions of, hey, I want to go into kind of, say, if you want to go into consulting, what's like the recruitment timeline I can expect? Um, there were still uh, office tours, uh, company tours that were happening. And um, the directs were also invited to join um, the non-directs. So uh, you don't feel isolated at any point um, outside of just not being in a classroom until uh, you start in July. But other than that, uh, you're still part of the Ivy MBA program uh, family, uh, same as when the other cohort starts uh, in March. Yeah, for sure. And Hallie, what about you? Did you take advantage of connecting with others prior to the program or with career management? Or what was your experience like leading up to July? Yeah, so I remember... When I got my offer, I just finished a 14-hour night shift. Oh, wow. <laughs> and it was 6 a.m. in Calgary, so it was 8 a.m. Uh, in London, and I got the offer, and I was so excited. Um, I had a pretty good feeling, like, my interview went really well with career management, um, but seeing that offer was, like, very, very exciting for me. Um, and then since then, I did the Pass the Glass um, program. So that's connecting with a current MBA student. And I just talked to um, her on the phone, asked her like all of my questions. It was very casual, made me feel a lot better um, 
especially like moving back to London. I hadn't been to London in three years and left during the pandemic. So it was a bit of a rocky um, <laughs> exit from, from undergrad, but it was a really good experience um, just to make me a bit more comfortable with going back into the school mode and talking to someone who was in it and going to be in the same position as I would be in a year. Um, so that was very helpful for me. In terms of like getting into the program, I remember the first day for the non-direct MBAs, they posted a group shot on Instagram and it was like MBA class of 2024. And I looked at it and I'm like, wait a second, that's my <laughs> year. And I checked my dates and I'm like, okay, I'm supposed to be there in July. Like I'm right, I haven't missed anything. Um, but that, like even seeing that post in March, um, made me really excited to join the program. And then a lot, like Minjinder said, like um, the career management, and unfortunately I wasn't able to attend Get Connected um, just because it was in Toronto and I was still working. But just those like few weeks leading up, there's mm -hmm. things being released on Learn. And um, I remember looking at, you can sort and see the people in your direct class. And yeah. my impression was it was like 20 or 30, but then it was actually like 12 of us. Mm -hmm. So that made me even more excited that there was that opportunity um, to like get to know everyone really well within the first few weeks. Absolutely, yes. Being that smaller cohort when you first start and, and being with the other fellow HBA grads and now you're in the direct classroom together, of course, you're going to get closer. Um, and yeah, no, I, I just wanted to add, I think one of the things um, I didn't mention, but I use well is Ivy provides City March. Um, so it's yes, a great, it's great tool um, for especially when you're getting back to uh, London and trying to find accommodation and just getting acclimated um, to kind of London, Ontario. Um, for a lot of the directs, uh, we've, we were familiar uh, with London, but it's still a good refresher. But I think for a lot of the people that are planning to come as a non-directs um, for the MBA program, I think that's one really good resource um, that I've, Ivy uses and I haven't heard any other university use. Um, and so what City March is, it essentially um, pairs you up with a professional in, in London who helps you find accommodations, who gives you a rundown of what are the different attractions in London, what's the way of life um, in London, um, and they actually provide you a little uh, gift. Uh, I might be splitting too many fees, they might be ruining the surprise, but it's a nice welcome gift they provide you um, once you move in um, to London. And I think that's a really good resource because um, the, the move for an MBA program uh, is stressful in itself. Mm -hmm. It's a big change. Um, and so I think one of the biggest parts of that is making sure you have a roof over your head. And Absolutely. Ivy does a great job of providing you that uh, resource and taking the stress off you. Um, and the biggest thing is it is free. Um, it's provided at no cost. Um, so it's a great resource um, that um, hopefully when you do join Ivy that uh, you must, uh, and I uh, am a big uh, advocate of using. Absolutely. Yeah, City Matches, um, like you said, it can really take that relief off because you're thinking about both you came from outside of London to come back to Ivy for your MBA. So, and you're coming in for July start date, it's an eight month program. So it's not your traditional get your lease on May 1st like everyone else and then have the year. So City Match absolutely is a fantastic resource that we're proud to um, partner with and, and use. So I'm really glad that you took advantage um, of that and it eased, eased yeah, that transition back, sure. um, back to school and back to Ivy. So I know you guys spoke on coming up to your first day and, and returning to London. So now let's get into the first day and the first two months. So your first mm -hmm. 60 days in the program. 
So we spoke on how you joined your class. There is in your cohort, there's 12 of you. So you are back at the Ivy Building, um, and you are back in a classroom in what we call our MBA hallway, but you are in your own classroom. Um, how did that feel? And also, how did you feel coming from, you're out of your HBA for a few years, you've been working, you're back in school now. How did you manage that transition and how did it feel being in the classroom? Yeah, oh, you wanna take this? Yeah, I can start. Um, so I still remember walking through the first day. The first thing I did was go to uh, my classroom, uh, yeah. in my HVA classroom. Uh, so I was part of section one, um, and I just looked through the windows, uh, kind of run down a bit of memory lane. Yeah. Um, and one of the things I still remember when I was in the HBA program, I always wonder, I'm like, what are those rooms on the side? And and you'll know when you get to the Ivy what I mean by the Starbucks side. Um, I was like, because we never we never worked out of those rooms uh, as a part of the HBA program. So I was like, it was kind of interesting. Like, are those special rooms? Like, <laughs> yeah, who are these for? Yeah. Um, but and but kind of coming full circle is that's where the MBA classes are. Um, so uh, I think. That that was that was a nice little I think uh, memory uh, of kind of coming back to Ivy and and coming to a familiar place and a place we called home for a, a pretty long time, um, but I, I think one of the big things uh, going from work. Uh, to school is uh, kind of more of a, a schedule. You know what's expected, um, and I really, I really like that because I knew well. Eight a.m. I had this. Ten, I had this. Twelve, I had this, um, and it was like, oh, you had to read this, this, this. Um, so it was very structured. Um, but one of the one of the downfalls are it takes it takes about a week or two to adjust. Um, it's it's a lot less because for as many of the HBA. Uh, who are considering coming the directs, you've already done that learning curve in the first month of your HBA where you go from your traditional uh, lecture to like what a case method is. Um, but for any of kind of the whole, uh, MBA non-directs that are looking to join, um, there's a bit of a learning curve on how to approach and how to prepare for cases. Um, and it, it can seem daunting. Um, it, it does usually, I think, most people, it's not, I don't think there's a stat out there for it, but if you talk to everybody, it takes uh, about two to two weeks to a month, uh, given the, the person's kind of adaptability and how quick to get adjusted to the case method. Uh, but quickly you become like, I don't know how I survived without the case method, uh, because that, that's how just a great learning tool it is. Uh, so it took me about a week when I was back to get adjusted to kind of preparing for cases, what school looked like. It's I think school is a different type of thinking uh, in its sorts. Uh, but one of the good things is it, it does is you can rely on your uh, MBA directs because um, they've been through that program. Um, so I remember kind of the first few days uh, I did a lot of the cases in a collaborative uh, manner where I was like, you know what, I want to read this, but then I'm going to talk it out. What are you thinking? Solution. So I just so I can be prepared. Um, for when the class discussion happens. Um, so I think that was kind of the big learning or, or steep. It wasn't as steep, but that was like the one adjustment I had to make. Uh, but after a, a week, it felt like second nature once again. Um, it all kind of comes it, back it, it to comes back, yeah, it, 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 it comes back quick. Um, and it's something that's so much fun. Um, and so I think if for any of the HBAs that are thinking come back to the MBA program, I think that's one of the things uh, you probably miss. I definitely missed. And it's, it's something that um, you might be concerned, oh, I've already done it. Maybe it's not going to 
feel the same or I'm not going to get the same benefits. Um, you're going to get, I think, a lot more benefits uh, from it. I think coming back now with work experience and quote-unquote real-life experience versus the HBA where you, you didn't have work experience and a lot of the recommendations you would provide with me not be grounded in reality, but now you and all your co- um, kind of peers have that uh, work experience. And I think that became makes the discussion a lot more richer. Um, and so I think that was um, kind of the one big benefit of coming back and getting back into like the case method um, outside of kind of just acclimating to adjusting to the case method. And, but that took only a week. Right. Yeah. So you're seeing the differences. You're adjusting that first week, getting back into it. Everything's kind of coming yeah. back to you. It's we call the first two months your core refresh boot camp. I know they call it. So um, and, and then, like you said, you're noticing those differences already with your classmates. Yes, you're all um, HBAs together, HBA alums in this first two months. But again, you've had this work experience. So everyone's bringing something different to the table. So conversations, I'm sure, are just much more different from your HBA times. And then, Hallie, what about you? How did you feel coming yeah. back that first day, first first week, adjusting back? I was really excited. Um, as I mentioned, like, I finished during COVID, so I thought I was going home for two weeks, and then I was going to come back, and I <laughs> ended up not coming back. Um, so I was really excited to come back and see the building again and just be back in this environment. Um, same, like, Getting back into school is definitely difficult. Um, You kind of have to switch your mindset. Even I found like sitting in class for three or four hours a day and focusing like that, like with my job, I was very much like on my feet, Mm -hmm. moving a lot, um, focusing on a lot of different things. So having to sit down and focus on one thing and like even reading the cases um, to prepare, I found that to be a bit difficult. Um, Like um, Manjinder said, it took like, a week or so to get back into it but once you're into it like it all comes back very quickly um like for us it wasn't that long ago necessarily um but like there you do have all that experience like reading the cases you're connecting it to situations that have happened to you at work and like writing things down preparing for class like I feel like I was a lot more excited to go to class, to the MBA classes, because I could bring so much more or I had things in my head that I was thinking about that I wanted to learn more about. Um, So that was very exciting for me coming back. And then just with the direct class being so small, um, having that like really nice environment for class every day, like MBA, it still is considered small, 70 to 75, but for us, it was 12 students. So even with contribution, that's one thing that I um, enjoyed a lot more compared to HBA. Like HBA was always a bit nervous um, contributing or like (laughs) it was more of a hurdle for me that I had to work through HBA 1 and HBA 2. But for MBA, it was like very comfortable. Everyone was very supportive. um, And it was nice to like hearing everyone's experiences and getting to know them that way, Um, like formally in class, but then also informally, like during our breaks or after class. Um, So it was a really great experience. Yeah, I've heard that it's more, comparing it to your HBA experience, it's very collaborative in the classroom. And again, those experiences that you're sharing from your work experiences is vastly different from the HBA time. So, Mm -hmm. um, and I know the HBA classrooms can be very competitive feeling, you know. Um, So that's fantastic to hear. And I'm sure you guys have gotten very close Mm -hmm. with your media MBA direct classmates. And now thinking about during that time, Um, and the non-MBA directs, so the MBAs who started in March. um, I know there's 
social opportunities outside the classroom to connect. How did that go for the both of you? Did you feel integrated and welcomed with everyone? Or was there, again, I'm sure there's hesitations thinking, okay, I'm coming in in July and these MBAs have started in March. How did that go for you guys joining the program? Yeah, um, it was very nice. They were all very welcoming. Um, They actually hosted a dinner for us the night before of our start. Um, So we not only got to meet each other, but also um, the MBA association members. Mm -hmm. So that was a really nice feeling, just being welcome like that, that someone opened their home to us and had dinner for us. Kind of helped like the night before jitters that we had. Um, But yeah, there's a lot of social events. It's very busy. Like you're (laughs) one balance of getting back into school and reading the cases and then going to all these events. but they're very nice. They just come up to you, ask you if you're direct, and you say, yes, I am. I just joined. Um, but, yeah, it's the like the common questions of what did you do before this? Why did you choose MBA? It was really nice um, for me as well, like, hearing their experiences and why they chose Ivy. Um, like, having gone through that in undergrad, I knew my reasons for it. But hearing other people, like, at this stage of their life, why they were choosing um, to do their MBA at Ivy was really interesting for me and made some um, great connections there. Fantastic. How about yourself? Yeah, awesome. Um, I think it's similar to what Hallie just said, but I think, one, naturally there's going to be some sort of kind of jitters when um, when you can say majority of the class has already started and then you're coming as 12 new individuals um, joining, but... Uh, I, they make it really easy to kind of get acclimated to the larger MBA family. Um, I think one of the big things or one of the advantages is that we start in July. Um, and what that means here at Ivy, you, you can imagine, is come September, it's there's, there's like 2,000 students roaming the hallways. But during the summertime, it's essentially pretty much just the MBAs. Um, so it's a great opportunity. You're going to bump into someone um, kind of regardless of if you want to or not. Um, and uh, one of the big fe- benefits I found was just the lounge itself. Um, so the MBAs have, an, have their own lounge. Um, and a lot of the students would just hang out there, whether that was during our mini breaks we have between class or even after class if they're reading a case. Um, and, I, and personally for me, I, that's where a lot of my uh, friendships started. Uh, and now they've become really good friends um, that are part of the non-directs. Um, and so I think naturally there's a lot of opportunities to get acclimated. Uh, but outside of that, I think um, they also did a great job. So what we started kind of, I don't remember the exact name, but um, after our classes, we would have three people um, from the non-direct program come in and just introduce them introduce themselves, what's their name, um, what did they do before the MBA program, um, and kind of like a fun fact, um, just so we could get kind of familiarity with uh, one, uh, just kind of who's in the um, program, and they're just trying to understand and, and build like a, a little friend friendship. So from that connection, they can connect you with other people or, that are part of the, the non-direct uh, kind of family. Uh, but I would say overall, um, it's pretty easy um, to get um, integrated. Um, so anybody that's looking to join and is concerned of, well, will I be isolated um, as a direct? Am I frowned upon as a direct? That may be on some people's mm-hmm. mind. Um, you're not at all. Um, the non-directs actually look forward 
to the to the directs coming um, because we bring a different energy, just a different excitement, a different experience, and new people for them to meet, and vice versa. Uh, like for myself, I was always interested. I want to meet who else is who else is a part of the, uh, the MBA program. Uh, so overall, um, I would say it was pretty easy getting to know. Um, the other uh, students uh, in the MBA program. Amazing. That's fantastic. I love that everyone came in and did, mm-hmm. and did the meet in, in your guys' lounge. So there's no disadvantage, really, you're feeling from feeling integrated with the other MBA classmates joining in July. And now joining in July as well, speaking on the recruiting side, did you feel, because um, I know you're kind of thrown into things, you're starting in July, Recruiting is ramping up. How did that go for the both of you? Uh, in a, like time management wise, getting back into the classroom, managing the social activities, and then there's recruiting season. And then again, did you feel any missed opportunities from joining in July and not that March start date? Yeah. Um, for me, like I think in HBA, it's really easy to get caught up in like the finance or consulting side. And I think I was very good at like knowing my own path Mm -hmm. and just following that. So I think I brought the same thing into MBA that whatever else was going on, like I know the reasons that I'm here and I'm not going to get like kind of swept up in the wave of um, what everyone else is doing. So for me, like this MBA program and the reason that I did it is figuring out the rest of my career and what I want. So I've honestly felt less pressure than in HBA of that recruiting like the career timeline and everything like I'm on my own timeline and um, whatever job I want to get like that's for me out of MBA not necessarily um, so that I can say in class like oh I have a job already it's not about that it's about what are you going to do after and um, like what does your entire career look like right so for me that's been really helpful and even like some of my thinking has changed with the classes that I'm taking. Like this is the experience that I wanted, like getting um, exposed to so many different people and different profs and kind of shaping how I'm going to approach the rest of my career. I think that was more beneficial than like the consulting timeline is in July and August. Like I didn't necessarily pay attention to that because I knew like what I want for my career and what I want out of this experience more than I need to meet this deadline for this certain job. Absolutely. And this MBA, you know, and the support that's given through Ivy's career management team, yes, it's that short term Mm -hmm. and thinking about your next move and your time in the program, but really this is a long-term lifelong investment. You're only going to do one MBA. So I really Mm -hmm. appreciate you saying that it's really great to think about and not feel those pressures and focus on your your plan and and your goals. So that's fantastic. I think especially with career management too, we had a class with them, Mm -hmm. um, 10 class sessions with career management and compared to HBA, the HBA career management sessions were how do you write a resume? How do you write a cover letter um, but these ones were like what does success look like to you how do you want to design the rest of your life what do you want your life to look like and I got a lot of value out of that because that's um, like the thinking that I need to apply for the rest of my career having um, now or having done the MBA now. Um, so that was really refreshing because I was a bit worried that, like, I know how to write a resume, I know how to write a cover letter, and I might not get as much value for that, but I was pleasantly surprised that it was, like, acknowledging that success isn't necessarily 
um, like a really competitive career for everyone. It's a family and all the other things that you have in your life. Um, so thinking about that right from the start of the program was very beneficial. Yeah, it's fantastic that in this MBA program, you're right, you have those mandatory in-class sessions with the career management team. And and again, I've heard it's more like a mentorship. Mm-hmm. You know, it's different from the time that you had in your HB and what that experience was like. I want to vote for yourself. Yeah, so I think there's good contrast here um, as to what Hallie said. Yeah. Um it, like finding yourself, but then also um, I went through the consulting uh, route, so yeah. I, I can speak a bit a bit about that. Um, I think uh, career management does a great job of preparing yourself, preparing like the direct specifically, um, because we're not going to be traditional kind of timeline um, for, for when like we come in, recruiting pretty much starts right away, yeah. uh, but they do a lot of like work uh, prior to joining, uh, whether that's taking on firm trips. Um, a lot of the firm trips over the summer, kind of your MBBs happen, your other big consulting firms. Um, and so they do a great job of making sure you can connect with people at those firms, and specifically people that are uh, a part of the hiring team. Um, so you can kind of introduce yourself, make connects, and get your n- name out there. Um, so they do a great job of that. But then outside of that, they do uh, a great job of working uh, they don't stop working on your resume um, in, in the MBA program I'm going to talk to addition in addition what Hallie said um, so they do all the other great things of finding kind of what your strengths are where do you want to be I think they called the program like discover yourself or it was something along the lines but they still help you with um, your technical so if you have a case interview they'll connect you with people uh, people that are willing to help you do your case they have free case resources that are otherwise paid hundreds of thousands of dollars for um, at your disposable uh, and they also do kind of your behavior interviews um, kind of rounding up that whole thing so you're in the best position um, to kind of move forward um, and hopefully uh, land the job uh, which you will if you come to the IV program um, you'll come out of the um, program with most likely a job if not um, I think the stat is like within a few months um, I think everybody has has a job um, and some people decide they do want to pursue it later so um, that there's that uh, avenue as well but um, overall um, I think one of the big things is this year as an economy everyone's feeling the heat um, in terms of in terms of recruiting um, but I think Ivy has done a great job um, and provided more opportunities than um, I actually had even expected uh, uh, given I didn't know I, I didn't think there's a lot of firms hiring but on our career portal um, there's still a lot of postings um, they still put you put out appointments if you want technical training or even behavioral training um, so you can see that this quote-unquote is probably one of the worst years for the economy was um, and if this is still happening you can only imagine once the economy does get better um, the an exponential number of opportunities that Ivy provides um, but they also make sure you have the foundation to succeed um, as well, uh, especially given if you're looking for the, your traditional consulting um, kind of timeline, uh, it starts into kind of July um, and works up uh, towards the end of September, October uh, for most traditional consulting firms. Um, and there's some that come later on, uh, but there's that if you're coming in the direct program, you do want to do consulting, um, that's something to be uh, mindful of. But you can talk to any of the career management uh, team members. They'll help and make sure that you're well aware of how to go about uh, navigating that and successfully landing a job as a consultant. 
Absolutely. Yep. They're there to support. And right from, I think it's, it will be before um, the program starts. Yeah. I think about February, March time where you do get access to that portal where you can start looking at the trends and seeing when the consulting recruiting timeline, let's say, for example, starts. So you are setting yourself up for success for that July start date, moving to London, starting the program, doing recruiting. So it is a lot to manage, but it sounds like both you took your own routes and how to, on how to accomplish that. So we are near the end. I want to get your final thoughts. Any final thoughts on the advice leading up to the program, looking back that you wish you knew or that you want to share um, with those thinking about the program? And then maybe any final thoughts on the actual first 60 days on the curriculum, on the rigor of it, how any advice to someone thinking about coming back? Um, final pieces of advice. Um, I can start with this. Yeah. Um, I think if you're thinking about one if you know you're going to do an MBA um, and two you're going to stay in Canada if you've already done the HBA program it's a no-brainer to come back for the IV um, MBA direct program Um, you're going to be saving financially um, and you're going to be at the number one business school in Canada Um, and if you're afraid that you might be getting a similar education as your HBA um, while the teaching method may be similar uh, or they produce about the exact same, uh, the lessons and the learnings you're going to get are totally different than what you've picked up in the HBA program. Um, so I, I'm a big advocate uh, for coming to the um, IV MBA program as a direct and then also as a non-direct um, uh, as well. Um, in, in terms of one of the big things I didn't expect um, that, I, that I'm appreciative now is um, in the HBA program, I didn't get to build as much of a global network uh, but in the MBA program, I think you build a bigger global ne- uh, network than than you expected. Um, and that's a really big advantage because as we move kind of more or as we move forward in time, uh, the, the world is only becoming more interconnected. Um, it's being more globalization. Um, so having those networks and those um, just those people that you know in different countries, whether you want to start a business there or move there, um, it, it definitely helps. Uh, and the uh, MBA program uh, does a great job um, uh, for that. And I think uh, overall advice I want, I want to leave with is uh, when you do start the MBA program, uh, yes, um, grades are important. Yes, recruiting is important, but you only do the MBA program once, as you mentioned, Rachel. So uh, try to enjoy it as much as possible. Come out to like those social events. Um, and if you're concerned whether they're all drinking, no, they're not all drinking events. I think the more often than not, they're not. We had um, games day where we played different, we played sports. We have Ivy Olympics coming up. We have movie night for Halloween. Um, so there's a lot of these other opportunities um, outside of if you're just concerned um, drinking and um, you don't have to be worried about that because I know there's some people um, and in the HBA program they were concerned oh like I don't drink will I be still invited um, yes you're more than why we want you there um, and these people will turn not only into your network they're going to turn into your friends and they're going to turn into uh, lifelong friends I can already see it uh, and these will be people that um, will 
be there for you when you want to talk about something, whether that's career or not, um, because they'll truly understand what you're thinking and because they've gone through something similar. Uh, so take advantage of building those relationships. Um, still from my MBA, uh, HBA program, um, a few of the, the people I connected with now um, are some of my closest friends. Um, I was just at one of my um, peers, HBA peers' wedding uh, last year, and, and I met, uh, met many people there, um, especially if you're going to work in Toronto, um, and even like in New York or, or California, wherever you work, you're bound to run into an Ivy alumni, uh, and especially in Toronto, you're bound to run into your other MBA peers. Uh, so just, just take time to build um, like friendships, uh, and those are the things that I will really remember, uh, that you'll remember outside of remembering a one case fact uh, from one class. So that's that's the advice um, I leave it uh, leave you with. And then if you do want to chat with me any further, uh, I'm happy to uh, open up uh, some time for you. You can find me on LinkedIn or, or, or my email, however it may be, and I'm happy to take time and chat about my experience in depth. Amazing. I love that. Ivy's all about giving back. And, and I love that you mentioned the network. I, I spent the last seven years working prior to this role with our um, alumni network board and the volunteers. So knowing that, yes, we have alumni in I think it's 160 countries around the world and the alumni base is growing. So I've seen firsthand the power of that network. So you're right. This investment is so much more than the learnings in your classroom. So thank you for mentioning that. And I love that. And Hollywood, what about you? Yeah, if you're considering doing an MBA, I'd say do it. Um, it's probably the best decision I've made for my career, and I'm glad that I did it earlier on um, because I'm taking everything that I've learned now and applying it to my career for the rest of my life. Um, so if you're thinking of doing it, definitely um, make the leap to do it. I know it is a different situation for a lot of people compared to undergrad. Um, sometimes you have to leave your job or family consider. Oh, my God. Considerations. Um, but definitely, if you are able to, I would say do it. Um, even talking to some of my former work colleagues, um, them like in similar positions, seeing where I'm at now, they're also definitely considering an MBA. Um, so it's interesting to have those conversations with people considering an MBA. Um, but definitely probably the best step I've made for my career so far, um, besides taking um, Ivy during undergrad as well. Um, yeah. yeah. What was the other question? Advice? <laughs> yeah. Any advice? But I, but I do love that because it's that investment on yourself yeah. that you can really hesitate and think is now the right time. It's your career. It's family life. There's so much. So taking that step and and talking with current students and alumni to really, you know, get that confidence that yes, you can do it. And it's the investment in yourself that's so rewarding. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I appreciate you speaking on that and, and the stage in your career and why now was a good time. Yeah. And then in terms of the actual experience, mm -hmm. I think having the mindset of what am I going to learn from this? What am I going to take away and remember in 20 years? Um, I definitely looked at that when choosing classes. Mm -hmm. um, like instead of looking at if a class was at 8 a.m., I looked at the content right. <laughs> and the prof and what connections am I going to make that are going to help me in 20 or 30 years or what will I remember? So definitely looking at that mindset, it's different than HBA and just the focus on grades um, and that first job. Like have the mindset of you're doing this for the rest of your career. What is that going to impact for you and what is that trajectory going to look like? 
10, 20, 30 years down the road and really thinking about what life do you want? Do you want that really competitive career? Or does success look um, like something different for you, like obviously family or other parts of your life, hobbies? So thinking that through and then approaching the MBA with that mindset, I think you'll get a lot more value from it for yourself instead of being swept up in that, like everyone else is on this path. I need to be on that path as well. Just recognizing and it is hard sometimes like doing different things, but than other people like it's very easy to just follow along but I think recognizing what you want from the program and what will benefit you for the rest of your life and then seeking out those opportunities is going to benefit you a lot more in the long run amazing thank you thank you both Um, and again those interested in the program I know Hallie and Jinder are welcome to speak with you further Mm -hmm. you can get in touch with myself I lead the recruiting efforts for the MBA direct program so I look forward to getting in touch with you and thank you both again for joining today thank Thank you. you